This episode is about body image. So we just wanted to pop in before the episode starts to let you know that if you have struggled with body image, eating disorders, or self-harm in any form, that this episode might be difficult for you. podcast for brats by brats where ranting is welcome and wine is always our drink of choice i'm cheyenne perry and i'm samantha calabrese we hope you enjoy this next episode Very ready. Well, I'm ready. Okay, cool. I'm very uncomfortable talking about this. Yeah, that's why I like I didn't want to say very after I said it because I was yeah. like, this isn't like a topic that people just want to dive into. I literally wrote, "I'm very uncomfortable talking about this" in my notes, so <laughs> you know it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about um, body image yeah. today. Fun. Yeah, and this we we had to have wine for this episode. So if you need wine to listen to it, please go for it. Oh, can I just say really quick? On the last episode, I was complaining about how much my arm hurt, and it's because it was sprained. I did not sleep on it wrong. (laughs) Just so everyone's yeah, just in the clear about my pain tolerance and doesn't think I'm a bitch baby. It was literally sprained. Yeah, that's all. That's not on that. She was out for the next two days in a sling, so. Here's what had happened. I fell whilst intoxicated. <laughs> and that's all. It's all, yeah. folks. Yeah. Well, you talked about it a lot in the yeah, last Yeah, I know, episode, but I just so. wanted to wrap that mystery mm-hmm. up. Just connect the dots. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just editing that episode, and I was like, oh, sweet girl. So yeah. young. So naive. <laughs> I don't want to ever talk about it again. Okay. <clears throat> well, Body image. Yeah. Um, it's a doozy. For... I know. I'm like, I'm going to let you go. You want me to go? Okay. That is fair. You can kind of go back and forth a little if you want. Okay. Mine's just like not. Yeah. I just try to bring y'all, you know, light mm-hmm. and like fun. Yeah. And that's not this. Um, I kind of made like a timeline kind of sort of thing but definitely can go back and forth because it's not like you know crazy in stone but as usual when it comes to um seventh grade girls who just hit puberty you look at yourself and you're like oh my gosh what are these things coming out of my chest oh yeah those are boobs (laughs) and so I had I never had body image issues when I was younger because I was I was a tiny girl I was always active my parents always um had me and my sister doing something we were always eating kind of healthy I mean we still ate like garbage because we were young but never had a problem it wasn't until I went into public school that I noticed girls talking about these things like even in fifth grade I oh, remember you did Montessori, right? I did Montessori school. And your mom was a teacher there? Yeah. She was a teacher. She wasn't my teacher. Every time I would move a grade, she would move to a different classroom. Oh, 
Okay. She's like completely avoided me. Yeah, well, that's probably that makes fair. sense. Yeah. Um, but in that setting, um, clothes and anything like blingy, like, wasn't like we couldn't really wear, like, we didn't have uniforms, but we couldn't wear anything like logo t shirts or anything. Like, clothes weren't a big issue for me. Like, I didn't care about them. It wasn't until I got to public school that, like, my interest in clothes became a thing because everyone was talking about it and everyone had to have a certain style and everyone had this and that. But before that, I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. I'm wearing probably an outfit that was popular in the 70s, but here we go. <laughs> That's probably why you like fashion so much. Yeah, definitely. I always liked dressing up, but I never, like, thought about it. But um, seventh grade, every girl around me was uncomfortable with their bodies. They wore, like, the sweatshirts inside. Like, you remember putting the arms in the sweatshirts where, like, the hoodie was covering the front? Did you ever do that? Yeah. It wasn't, like, a, a, a thing. Oh, it was a huge thing in Alcoa. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone did it. Oh, okay. It was so weird. Okay. I yeah, never... I think at my school, everyone wore a lot of Hollister. Oh my gosh, so much Hollister and Abercrombie. And did you guys layer, like, tank tops over, like, long sleeve shirts? And you know those, like, they were essentially, like, skin-tight tunics? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, were shirts. Yeah. They were long-sleeved and, like, ribbed. And they came down to your, like, hips. Yeah. Those were a thing. It's a huge thing. Not really a look if you're not skinny. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But everything kind of changed at that point, and I just started feeling, like, uncomfortable. But it was really normal. Um, It didn't get, like, kind of not normal for me until, like, my sister always teased me because I was chubbier than her, which says a lot because I was not a chubby child. She's Um, pretty thin. She's very thin. So she would tease me and be like, you're chubby, did you gain some weight, you're chunky. But at that time, it actually meant something to me because I was like, Yes, I have. I have these two new things in front of me, and I don't know what they are, and I'm hideous, and it's awful, and blah, 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 blah. And I've always had a butt as a child, and I never really, like, was happy about it. Yeah, butts weren't always cool. No, because... The only person with a big butt was J-Lo. Yeah. And, like, nobody was, like, out here trying to be J-Lo. No. It's not where I went. No. Yeah, no, I totally do. Yeah. I had a big butt, too, and it was not... Popular, like, at all. Now people are like, let me see that ass, mommy. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Here you go. (laughs) Here it is. But literally people were just like, why is your butt so huge? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not sure. Yeah. (laughs) I know. People made fun of big butts. Yeah. I was on the dance team and we had, like, these, it was awful uniforms, but, like, pretty much skin-tight pants. You were on the dance team? I was on the dance team. In high school? No, in middle school. So you were popular? Mm. Really weird in Alcoa. We're so small that if everyone knows everyone, so, like, popular is kind of odd. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... You didn't have popular kids? Like, we did, but I wasn't, I was, like, the middle one. I was, I was, I was class B. Okay. Tight, 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 tight. Yeah, hundred, because I had, I had had friends who were A, and then I had friends who were C. Gotcha. I hate saying that. That was awful. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I would have, like, I had this big butt, so, like, my dance pictures came out, people were, like, making fun of it in the yearbook, and my sister was like, oh my gosh, Samantha. Like, she, I shouldn't. 
she was just being an older sister. She really wasn't being that mean. I just took it awful because I felt horrible about it. Wait, do you have those photos? I do. Can I see them? Yeah, you're going to be like, that's not a butt. But for me... Oh, no, I'm, I don't care. I'm okay. Right, but I just want to see you dance photos. You're so mean. <laughs> My, um, I think it was sixth grade dance uniforms were so cute. And then sixth grade came around and they were like ho uniforms. Is that right? No, yeah, it was sixth and then seventh. And then I was a cheerleader in eighth. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me look at this timeline. <laughs> um, it wasn't um, until like junior year of high school that I started looking at my body like really negative. Like just like being mean to myself and not wearing things I wanted to wear because I would be like, oh, I look so fat and, like, have pretty much, like, a temper tantrum. Um, and that was junior year, and that was the year I quit soccer. So I stopped working out, but I kept eating the same amount. So I was gaining some weight because I didn't have the same um, routine like I usually do. Um, but I hated it. And every, uh, like, people were like, do you want to go to the pool, do this? I was like, no. Like, I was so mean to myself about it. But um, it started then. And then, um, yeah, that's high school. That's like middle school and high school. So it wasn't like crazy bad. And I never really was bullied for like how I looked, but I bullied myself horribly for how mm, I looked, you that's know? Hard. So. Okay, so that's your early years? That was my early years, yeah. I guess I'll do my early years. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, cool. So, um,. I had a pretty different experience. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never liked my body. I was, like, painfully aware of my body from a very early age. Um, I was a really just, like, fat kid. Um, mm. I remember the first time that... Uh, and not, like, chubby. Like, I was, like largely overweight. I've always been very, very short, and I was just, like, a round little turkey. Um, I remember the first time someone called me fat on the playground. Um. I offered a boy some of my popcorn, and he said, no way, I don't want to be fat like you. And I was seven years old. Oh, my God. Um... And I've, like, tried. Samantha's literally <laughs> gonna cry. Oh, no. I'm it's sorry. Fine. It's fine. I know. I'm sorry. It's new for me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. That's just awful. Kids are awful. Oh, guys. We're just crying. And now I'm crying because I feel bad that I made her cry. No, no, no. Don't feel bad. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm sucking it up. Oof. Okay. Yeah, that was a lot. It's not gonna get better. Okay. Oh, it's gonna no. get literally so much worse. Okay. I've tried to avoid talking about this as much as possible on this podcast, but I cannot avoid talking about my relationship with my mother uh, in regard to this episode. So, um, if you don't want to hear that, then maybe don't listen to this episode. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's my it's my whole like journey um, in relation to my body. It was like very influenced with, by my relationship with my mother um she made comments about my weight from a very early age I remember when I was third like in third grade she um so I guess I was like nine so I was like seven in first grade um so I was like nine because I was always youngest because I have a July birthday 
um, she made a comment about how my thighs touched all the way down to my knees, and I didn't, like, understand why that was not okay. Like, I, I just didn't get it, because I wasn't, when you're a kid, you don't look at yourself through the lens of, like, I'm ugly, like, other people, if you let them, which when you're a kid, you typically do, because most kids don't have, like, a super, super strong sense of self yet, so we're looking to other people to help us, like, define that sense of self. Yeah. And so you let other people influence what you believe about yourself, and so I didn't think that was wrong until I was told that it was, and then I just didn't know how to fix it. Yeah. Um, And I didn't understand. It was just so weird because at the same time she was the one like feeding me and like preparing our meals and we did, we ate out a lot. Um, but I was just always like, I didn't understand. Like it was just a lot of confusion. And, um, my mom did cook for us and it wasn't, I mean, to be perfectly honest, like, my mom's phenomenal cook, but her food is v- very much similar to, like, Paula Deen's, like, oh. very, very rich southern yeah. cooking, like, lots and lots of meat, um, like, tons of butter, fried food, and I was very overweight because I was able to, like, eat really unhealthy food all the time. Um, and we didn't really eat together as a family. My mom, um, would typically eat in front of the TV and my dad would eat at the table and I didn't ever want to, like, have to choose between them. So I just, like, ate alone in my room and my relationship with foods from, like, a pretty young age got to be, like, associated with, like, comforting myself through, like, isolation Um, and that began a lifelong battle with food restriction and binging and using food as a source of comfort. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome when I was 14 and I was put on metformin, which is a medicine that's usually used to treat diabetes, but it's used a lot to treat polycystic too. Um, and I dropped a fuck ton of weight. Yeah. Um, by the time that I was in college, I was 18 and I was 105 pounds. I mean, I'm five feet tall, so that technically is, like, in the healthy range for me. I know that sounds very low, and frankly, like, it is low. As, like, a 25-year-old woman, I have no business being 105 pounds for my body type. Yeah. But, like, if you're more than that or less than that. That's not what I'm saying. But for me, I was very, very, very small. I was a size zero. Um, I ran on literally coffee and Chick-fil-A, rarely eat, and I literally thought I was morbidly obese. Like, my body dysmorphia was at a whole, like, an all-time high. Um, I, even though I was petite and I was a size zero and I was 105 pounds, Mm -hmm. I hated my body. Like, what like didn't want to wear a two-piece like not even out of modesty reasons which like is another thing that I was dealing with because my religious um stuff that I went through in college that I've already talked about 
Um, but just from like, I'll get into the rest of it later, but from a very, very early age, I was painfully aware of my body. Yeah. And, um, n- never, like, I, I've never had a good relationship with my body, ever. Oof. So yeah. that's my intro. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Um, I forgot to mention, like, in high school, that's when I started binge eating. But, okay. So, because I didn't purge then. So, part of me, like, I don't remember it ever being about how I saw myself. It was just, like, something I could control. Like, I felt like I couldn't control anything else. Like, I was, there's other things that happened in high school that um, led to that. But, um, that happened. But that never stopped. Like, I never stopped binge eating. Even, I went through, like, college and I lost um, some weight and went through like a depression anxiety that I talked to in um well the depression anxiety episode and that um I lost weight then but I kept binge eating and then I would start purging sometimes I never purged every time because it wasn't what I started doing so it didn't I only did it when I made myself extremely sick from eating too much or drinking too much. I got in the habit in college. My body purges itself when I, I drink too much. Too much. <laughs> I know. And I think that it was, this is how bad it was in this. I should have stopped drinking a long time ago, um, which is binge drinking, I should say, not socially drinking wine. But in my mind, I would drink so much. And so I'd be like, well, have to get rid of it before I go to sleep. I wouldn't let myself, my body do it naturally. I would always do it every single time I drink. Yeah. Gross. And then it just became a habit. And eventually I stopped, but... Oof. Not good on your teeth, ladies. It's gross. Yeah. Luckily I have good teeth, but imagine if I did it for years. Yeah. Where was I? Yeah, so when I started binge eating, I was like, this has nothing to do with how I see my body. But, like, looking back on it, like, I think it all intertwines. Like, definitely does. Because if you're not liking the way you look and then you're doing something very destructive... It's obviously there's a reason for it. Yeah, um, I mean, your subconscious is a bitch. It's such a bitch. I mean, it... Yeah. We're, I learn that every single week in therapy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll get you. Um, um, so, like I mentioned, like in college, I went through depression and anxiety, like, really bad. And it wasn't being managed at all the first couple years which made me look at myself with disgust, and I even began, well, like I said, binge and purge even more. And so it just, like, everything I, um, like, did or said or looked at, I just hated everything. Like, I, it wasn't even just me. Like, everything. I was just, like, annoyed with everything. Yeah. Um, that uh, even though I didn't like how I looked, it was hard for me to take control because I couldn't go... Uh, because I kept going in and out of depression. So, like, even though I was, like, I would have these moments where I'd be, like, I'm taking control, I'm working out, and I would do, like, my freshman year, I worked out almost the whole year, like, at least three times a week, sometimes more, Um, and I was at a good weight, I was healthy, and then I would get into depression, and then I would go months with just, like, binge eating or just, or not eating at all, and then, um, my weight would just fluctuate and then I would stop and then it would take me forever to get back. And so that made me hate looking at myself even more because it was like, why can't you get your shit together? Oh my God. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, which I'm still going through a lot of that, but I, th- I'm, I give myself more grace now. 
But then I literally gave no shits about my well-being. Like, I didn't care if I was mean to myself. I could care less. Um, it yeah. was, yeah. So, even though college, loved my friends, had a great time, wasn't great for knowing who I, myself, like, having a, um, a self-worth. Yeah. I didn't have any self-worth at that time. It just kind of hard to, hard to say, but yeah. it's true. Absolutely. I mean, I actually didn't either, but I didn't yeah. know that I didn't because yeah. I had built an entire life around like a false sense of self-worth. Yeah. I've literally created a world of delusion in which I lived yeah. exclusively where I was just like, well, I can get into it later, but I totally understand. That. Yeah. So that was my college portion. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, then I can do my college portion. Um, well, I guess I kind of did my college oh, portion. Oh, okay. I didn't really have much else. Yeah, my entire college experience, I just, like, was literally running on, like, pure adrenaline from mm-hmm. my, like, trauma. Yeah. So I... I slept, like, three hours a night. I, I talked about this yeah. already on the podcast, but I barely ate. I barely slept. I just drank a lot of coffee and ate, like, a garbage person, and I was just running on adrenaline. So I was, like, tw- adrenaline. adrenaline. Yeah. So I was, like, fine, I thought. I was not fine. Spoiler alarm. <laughs> I was far from fine, but I, I was just, like, no, I'm great. I'm super great, actually. How are you? Because I'm really great. I'm I love life, and I just love everything. I'm, I'm really good. I promise, I'm great. Ooh. Oh, goodness. Little did we know she was not great, yeah. and she didn't love life. Um, <laughs> so after college, I decided the, like, seven years that I'd spent on Metformin should come to a close because, you know, I was, like, 22. I was, like, side effects are a thing that yeah. exists, and maybe... I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be on this medicine anymore. Yeah. Let's see about that. So I went to the doctor, and um, they took me off of that medicine, and I gained 40 pounds in two months. Wow. Uh, And, I mean, talk about hating yourself. Like, at this point, I was so lost. I was miserable in my relationships. I was miserable with myself. And now, on top of all of that, I already, like, recall, I already thought I was fat. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, a size zero. I gained 40 pounds and was a size eight, which I'm not saying at all is fat. I'm not saying that. Yeah. It's not. And, like, it, it doesn't matter what size you wear. But when you go from a zero to an eight and you don't even recognize your body yeah. in the mirror, it's shocking. And yeah. When you already have a bad relationship with your body and a bad relationship with food, I, I hated myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, this was definitely my lowest point because I was so unsatisfied in absolutely every area of my life. This is when that facade I was talking about began to totally shatter. Yeah. Like, everything that I had, like, tricked myself into believing was okay wasn't okay because I wasn't dealing with any of my problems. So those problems were simmering, and they started to boil, and the pot boiled over. Yeah. Like, full force. So my relationship was crumbling. I was had not at all dealt with, like, any of my trauma or grief. Mm-hmm. And now I, like, didn't recognize myself. I had 
no idea who I was or what I wanted or what I wanted out of life. I was just, like, completely unsatisfied. So I, at this point, this is, like, my, I think, lowest point in my life so far. I, um, I would literally look at myself in the mirror and say out loud, like, you are disgusting. You do not deserve health. Like, you don't deserve to get healthy. Yeah. You don't deserve to lose weight. You did this to yourself. You should, like, you deserve misery. And wow. that is so fucking sad. Yeah. But I, I believe that. And, like, your thoughts are your reality. And the more you say something, the more true it becomes. Mm-hmm. And I actually believed that I deserved that and add on to this all my life believing that like it was my fault that I was overweight and that I was doing something wrong I thought that I was a bad person yeah like my deepest core thought was like you're a bad person this is why bad things happen to you Mm -hmm. this is your like consequence yeah wow so um that was bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now I've sort of, the rest of this is kind of, like, where I'm at now. So. Yeah, that's my okay. next part. So that works out. Um, so it was a year ago. So, like, the year um, after being out of college, when I realized I needed to focus on the bigger picture, which was my health. Um but that doesn't that does not mean that I'm actually been doing that. It just it made my mindset switched. Yeah. Instead of it just being about my weight and just being about the fact that I can't fit into my favorite dress or cannot fit into jeans or had to go up a size. Um, because I've always been I was a size zero for like maybe six months and then I was like through my life I was a size two and then four jumped really quickly and so I was a four through college but then I went from a six and eight like super fast um and that was like the just I hated it and so when I got out of college and I moved back with my parents I realized like I have to stop like looking at myself with disgust um but I still do like I still do sometimes because sometimes I wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I try on everything that I've worn multiple like I have a capsule wardrobe for my work clothes. Like, I only wear a certain amount of stuff. And so I know it looks good. And then I'll wear it and be like, I look hideous. But I have to remind myself, like, it is about my health. If I want this, if I want to look at myself different, I have to focus on my health, not just what I'm looking at right now in the mirror. Yeah. Um, When it's not like a static journey. It's just, it's like cyclical. 100%. Yeah. And, a lot, like, sometimes I go back to how I felt, like, when I was younger because um, I have gained weight and I haven't lost any. Like, I've been the same size for going on about, like, three years now, and it's annoying. Um, but, again, I haven't tried, so I have to realize, like, yes, you can be annoyed with yourself, but you are in control. So, it's like, give yourself some grace. Like, don't be mean to yourself. Like, yeah you haven't like I haven't been in a headspace to want to make a change um so I can't be upset with myself all the time but and then also the one thing also that goes on to my body image journey is my skin 
I think it could go together, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I have had bad skin, so acne, since I was 13. Um, it has gone through horrible, like, cystic acne to very mild. My skin was calm and just go back and forth. So I would get whiplash all the time, which is not good when you don't already think, like, I've never thought that I was, ooh, pretty. Like, I think I have moments, but I was, like, never thought that I was a pretty girl. And so when your skin is literally, like, screaming at you and, like, you think, like, a zit will start coming alive and talking to you because it's so big, <laughs> you, like, don't see yourself as the princess that you saw yourself when you were a little girl. You just don't see that anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. And so hard. Yeah, so I still struggle with that. Um, but it's just the two of them combined can be really hard and it puts um, me down. But... I'm really working on not seeing myself in a bad light like I used to because yeah. I used to wear so much makeup to cover everything up, um, which made it worse because I did not feel like myself. I remember the first time someone did my makeup and it was caked on and I took it off and I just like, I didn't cry, but I felt sad because I was like, that wasn't me. Like I did not look like myself. And then I took it off and it was like, who I was was like this acne ridden girl. And it was like, put the makeup back on. Aww. So it was hard, that but was really hard. you know, um, I feel like I'm in a better place. And if people only look at my acne, then those aren't the right people anyways. And I've gone to a point where like today I'm not wearing any makeup and I went out in public, didn't feel awkward at all. So there's growth. And if you're struggling with acne, you, you can get there. It's hard, but you aren't your acne. Acne is just a side effect of living life sometimes. It is not who you are. Yes. It took a long time for me to remember, like, to know that, but, and sometimes it sucks, but. Yeah, and I know yeah. it might be frustrating to hear because I know that I have nice skin, but I literally only have nice skin because I'm on birth control. Yeah. Any time that I wasn't on, I've been on birth control since I was 14, so nine years. Yeah. Or, what? That's not how math works. <laughs> I just agreed. 11 years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're smart here. 11 years I've been on birth control, which yeah. is why I'm now trying to get off birth control. Yeah, because well, it's hormonal. Yeah. Um, my skin is going to be wild. Like, yeah. it's crazy. My hormonal acne is so bad. So, like, naturally. Yeah. So, like, I... I, I know it's probably, like, annoying for me to be, like, I totally oh, get no. that. But, like, I really do. No, I get everyone's skin journey is so different. Yeah. So, like, that's another thing. Like, someone came up to me and was, like, not a random person. I know her, but she had really clear skin. And she was, like, I went on Accutane. Like, I know, like she was just talking to me because I was having a horrible day with my skin. And at first I wanted to punch her because I was, like, you're talking to me about your skin and you have clear skin. And then she says, oh, no, 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 no. It was not like this. Right. And you just have to remember, everyone goes through crazy shit with their skin yeah. and with their body. And your body. Uh, yeah. So it's like. That too. Like, I hope everyone knows that, like, there are definitely people that are bigger than me. And I'm not acting like I know their struggles. Yeah. And there are people that are smaller than me that I, I have friends that are very, very thin. And I've seen them go through, like, a lot of struggles with their body image. And. Just because I have a struggle and I'm smaller than you doesn't mean that, like, your struggle isn't valid and mine isn't valid. Like, yeah. everyone is going through shit and everybody has 
a really hard time. Like, yeah. it's hard to be alive sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I think it's just a really good reason to, like, choose kindness and choose to, like, yeah. love on each other. Unless people are just fucking assholes and <laughs> fuck them. But, like, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. 100%. That's what I'm trying to say. That's yeah. definitely a cliche, but I think for it's, a reason. Because, um, yeah. like... You you just never know what someone's gonna do. Exactly, and be kind to one another is the biggest lesson anyone should learn and always go with. And I think also like not envying no. other people because, because there might be a girl that you think is perfect, but yeah. she's like hates her body and has an eating disorder behind closed doors, yeah. and it's like vice versa. Like yeah. you just don't want to ever wish yourself into another person's shoes because a wishes are powerful B like you were given your journey for a reason and you can handle it yeah exactly cool nice so yeah since college I've wavered quite a bit yeah um I lost like 20 pounds and I gained 30 um so it's been inconsistent to say the least um, but I've really recommitted to doing things the right way, and it's definitely not been easy. Um, literally joined the gym, like, a week ago. Yeah. Maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. I think it was a week. Uh, I have only been once, but I am hoping to go... I did fucking sprain my arm, so I'm using that excuse, <laughs> but I am hoping to go, um, three times a week, and just, like, I don't know, I got to a place where I was, like, I want to feel good like Mm -hmm. I don't it's not even about liking how I look which to be perfectly transparent like I don't love how I look right now yeah but I don't want to and I do like need to lose weight like my doctor has been like you you need to lose weight like I have very high cholesterol and I'm just not healthy but like I want to feel good I got tired of feeling sick all the time I'm tired of like hating myself over eating too much I got tired of like binge eating and I'm not done that that process isn't done that's a lifelong as I explained like started when I was seven so it's pretty much 20 years of like yeah uh dealing with that it's not gonna go away in in a in a short amount of time I'm working on it every week in therapy and every week I'm like getting closer and closer but my mental health has literally never been better there's like apart from things that I just strictly can't remember from childhood there's nothing that I haven't dealt with or like attempted to begin dealing with so like I'm not hiding from anything anymore I'm putting all of myself out there and um I am so 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 far from the you don't deserve health yeah. mindset that that's like crazy Good. to even think that yeah. I was there but I um I do get really hard on myself because I have a really like t- frankly toxic relationship with food and I um have created a lot of rules around food that have like guilt intertwined in them inherently and I don't really know where those rules came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I was raised a meat eater, but now um, I'm always a vegetarian. But if I have dairy, I've talked about this too. But if I have dairy, I, like, hate myself for it. And I think that I'm a bad person and I feel really guilty about it. 
even though I would never look at someone and be like, you're a bad person because you had dairy. Mm. Or even, like, people eat meat in front of me, and I don't think they're bad. But, like, I'm really hard on myself. So I'm working on that, but it's definitely a process. Um, And it, yeah, like, I'm not proud of any of this, really, but I'm just telling you because it's true and it's hard, and I know that a lot of people really struggle with stuff like this. But you get to a point where you're avoiding mirrors and you avoid going out and you're avoiding health because you feel hopeless. You're like, it's not even attainable. Like, my body's not going to change, so why would I even try? Mm -hmm. And it's not. Like, it's not hopeless. You do deserve health and you are beautiful. And your body is amazing. And your mind is amazing. Amen. Like, the thing that... My brain and, like, my mental health has literally changed my entire life this year. There are things that I've been able to do with my thoughts that, like, I genuinely didn't know were possible. Like, I I don't even know how to, like, begin to explain it, but, like, there are thoughts that I think now that I would never have even... I wasn't even in a place where I knew that those thoughts were an option. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know those thoughts existed. Yeah. The thoughts that, like, it's okay to protect yourself. It's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to, like, do things that other people might perceive as selfish. Mm Mm-hmm. It's okay to do those things. Because if your cup is empty, you can't fill other people's cups. So, like, taking time to fill yours first is so important and I know that it's like body image episode but <laughs> mental health has so much to do with your body image yeah, it's a like, huge part if you're saying things to yourself that are mean and nasty that becomes real mm-hmm. so if you say things to yourself even if you don't believe it if you start saying things to yourself about how much you love yourself and how much yeah. you're worthy and how much you do deserve health and you do deserve happiness and wellness that becomes real too yeah and I'm not there yet I'm not like preaching to you all but I mean this is like a reminder to do it together and baby steps you know like but it is very important so um this is a reminder to myself and to all of you that we are capable and we are worthy because we're made of fucking stardust (laughs) like we were created out of dust and gas and cosmic magic and like who the fuck am i to degrade like millions of years of evolution yeah like i'm here right now and i literally have the cosmos swirling inside me yeah and i'm gonna stand in front of a reflective surface and say that that is nothing like i don't have yeah. I don't have that ability. Like, that's... No, that's not acceptable. It's not true. Like, lessen yeah. your authority over yourself in that regard. Like... Exactly. You're made of light and love and energy. Yeah. Like, treat yourself like it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Like, just bear with me. I know it's a little corny, but, like... The moon is not always full. The moon goes through phases, and the moon has scars on its surface. 
but it's always beautiful and it's always a light and we're just like the moon yeah that's really pretty <laughs> that's all i have on that i'm crying oh that's oh, really nice and um that was really nice. <laughs> uh, I have had an emotional few days, so that was ugh, that was good stuff. I think it's everyone needs to hear that. Obviously, I did because it's true. You gotta. We were here. We're here for a reason. We have to treat ourselves with respect and the love that obviously was put into making us. Yes. In some way, like wherever yeah. you believe. Yeah. Something made you. Yeah. But, and that's beautiful. Yeah. That was good stuff. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Well, I have a song rack. Ooh. It's called Queendom. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Aurora. good. Yeah. And one of the lines is, The sea waves are my evening gown, and the sun on my head is my crown. I made this queendom on my own, and all the mountains are my throne. And I just felt like that was the perfect end yeah. to this episode. Because, like, we're just beautiful little beings on this crazy fucking piece of rock that's like hurtling through space and I just love the fact that we're like made of like stardust and sea foam and yeah moonlight that is and that's such a cancer thing to say so that's what I if you don't like it she's a dreamy bitch (laughs) podcast (laughs) please don't please don't um yeah I love that song it's good. I'll link it below. Are you done? I am done. Do you want to bitch or brag? I want to brag. Cool. Um, it's only been a couple days, but um, the beautiful um, woman, Cheyenne, who is sitting right in front of me, she told me that I was having a rough go these this past week, and she gave me advice to every day write down what you're grateful for. Um, And so I have been doing that. And it is the same thing, but I love reminding myself that. And I add a little bit more, and I do an intention of the day. And as of now, it's been the same thing. It's just focus on today. Today was given to me for a reason. Cherish it, enjoy it, and do not stress about something that you cannot control. Mm. Um, and then I end it with breathe and smile. And then. That's yeah. marvelous. Yeah. So, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. So it's been good. I've, um, since I've been doing that, I feel good. It starts my day off right. So if you guys are having a go of it too, try it. I mean, you don't have to do it as much as I do, but I suggest starting your day off with that because it just reminds you that. I need to do that. I mean, it's a good, it was a good suggestion. So you should do it. <laughs> Take my own advice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What I want to talk about. Oh. Um, I feel very neutral today. Okay. But I guess I'll just brag because I cleaned out my fridge. That's. that's it was a, really gross. It was like super gross. It's a big to do. I wasted a lot of food and I feel bad about it, but um, yeah. it's too late to worry about it now. No use crying over spilled milk. <laughs> so we're just gonna move along and do better next week. Nice. But yeah, my fridge is clean. My house clean. I feel pretty good about that i got a couple more things i need to do but i just always feel better when i have a nice like yeah. home space because i'm a cancer sun taurus moon go figure yeah go fucking figure well um what else what else um 
we're still sponsored this month by Miss yeah. Kay Overby. Yeah. Um, she is a five dollar patron. What a beautiful on Patreon. soul. She is the light of our lives. Yes. And if you want to join her in being a light, and be praised, Samantha and I, and yeah. be praised on a public forum like Kay. If you <laughs> want to be like Kay, yeah. <laughs> you can donate to us on Patreon at the link below. Um, we have two, five, ten, fifteen, and higher than that tiers. Yeah. And the more you give, the more you get. We're gonna do more additional content as soon as we have people to consume that content. We have it all planned out. There's yeah. cool stuff on there. Check it out. Um, and then if you don't have anything that you want to give to us monetarily, you can um, follow us on social media. You can follow us at the links below at Brat Life Pod on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at All Things Shy. And you can follow me on Instagram at scalibri 6 And you can also leave a five-star review on your um, platform of choice and that would help us out so much and even a word of mouth telling a friend one person a week would help us um share the love guys share the love please and thank you yes okay that's all i got bye, bye. stay, stay ready.